0: Welcome to another episode of Culinary School Stories, the weekly podcast that is dedicated to sharing the stories of people around the globe whose lives have been influenced, impacted, touched, and or enriched, for good or for bad, from their culinary school experience. Hi, my name is Colin Roach and I'm your host. Thanks for joining us today. You are an important part of this show where we ask the question, what's your culinary school story? So now, Without any further delay, let's meet today's guest. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today for this episode of the Culinary School Stories podcast, a proud member of the Food Media Network. And if you have not yet subscribed or are following the show, please do so. It is free, and we would love to have you as part of our community. You can subscribe through your favorite podcast app, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Or you can do it through our website at www.CulinarySchoolStories.com, which is also where we store all of the podcast past episodes and our guest bios and contact information. So, be sure to check out the website and sign up for our free monthly newsletter. Okay, so for today's episode is number 50, episode number 50, the last episode in season 2. Boy, these seasons are flying. And we'll be back in a few weeks with the start of season three. This podcast is also one year old this month. Launched in June, 2020, so we are now one year. So in our very first episode, episode number one was released June 1st, 2020, and our guest for that show was Chef Will Glass. And we thought it was only appropriate to bring him back for this one year anniversary. So, without any further ado, it is my pleasure to reintroduce and welcome back to the show Chef Will Glass. Will, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: Congratulations on the success uh, of this amazing podcast. Um, and, you know, entrepreneurs and, and chefs like mine that. I- Went through the crazy stories of culinary school. Um, we're, we're happy to uh, hop on with you and, and share uh, those experiences and where we are now and how we can help your, your followers in the future.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I mean, there's so many great listeners out there. I think we've had six, 7,000 downloads. We've got a lot of followers out there. A lot of people write in emails and they just love hearing from, you know, people like yourself that have already, you know, walked in that, you know, those shoes, walked that journey and can share it with those that may be coming behind us or just people that have already done it themselves and can, you know, kind of reconnect and walk down that memory lane. So, that's great. Yeah, exactly. So, just like I did at episode 25 which ended our first season, this is episode 50 ending our second, I brought out all the swag so you can see my shirt here which I had someone made. I've got my coffee mug. Okay. We've got the picture behind us. I brought it all out because, you know, we have a storefront. I always promote that, and that's at chefroach.com storefront. And we have a lot of stuff, and I was thinking maybe I could even do a giveaway one time with this. So, you know, it comes in different colors. This one's a little bit bigger. Oh, okay. And this is the this is the gator. You know, I love this one. This was actually helpful during the pandemic. Okay. But I usually wear it when I'm out fishing and stuff. You know, it kind of protects the neck. So, right. So, a lot of good Swag out there. Maybe I'll even do a contest give away some of that if if the listeners want and we you know we can have a
1: Yeah, I'll definitely uh, get a mug.
0: <laughs> yeah, the mugs are great. They're really cool and stuff like that. So um, Perfect. So again, thanks for being on here So maybe just because the listeners, you know, we have new listeners all the time tuning in Maybe you could we could just start with a quick refresher, you know, maybe let them know How did you get your first love of food? Remind us on that again, and you know how that got you to culinary school.
1: Uh, Well, and in high school, uh, I went to Peabody High School in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and they had a food service program there. and The the, the instructor's name was Miss Hazel Jackson. She owns a local barbecue restaurant uh, in the area. She had quite a few locations. Um, Her her husband called King James Barbecue. And when I, uh, you know, stepped put in Peabody and, and, and met her, you know, it's kind of, you know, created, you know, you know, a bond. And, you know, I, I took the food service elective throughout high school. And actually, uh, by the time I was a senior, I, had credits, I didn't need all the credits to graduate. So I, I didn't go to school for a full day and I actually uh, had three food service electives in the same day gym English and then and then that was it. So it was while in high school um, that I, you know, began to just receive some 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 little attention and some compliments on what I was doing in a in, in the class at that time because by then I was pretty much running the class by the time I, um, by by time I was a senior. So my guidance counselor said, hey, you know, ever heard Johnson and Wells and at that time, I still hadn't decided what exactly I wanted to do. I mean, I liked food, but didn't really know if I wanted to be, you know, a chef. But um, she recommended Johnson & Wells, and it was the only school I applied to. Um, got accepted and, you know, went on a fly-in. Um, you know, the missions had a fly-in program. So, flew in and saw the palm trees and, you know, <laughs> the stainless steel and, you know, knife kit. I said, hey, I'm going to give this a try. Yeah. So, so that's so that's what I did. So ended up in Johnson and Will. So in this, you know, one of you know best decisions I made. So
0: good. You got a four year degree there, correct? You got an associate's and a bachelor's.
1: I did. So you know, the culinary students were like the rock stars there. So you know, you know, you, you were just waiting for that white necktie. <laughs> you know, uh, to, you know, the, 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 whenever you earn earn that white necktie. So so yes, I, I did a four year program. consider doing nutrition. Um, at, at first, but, you know, I really um, enjoyed the Miami campus um, a, a lot, and I, uh, I think they started nutrition the, the, the sophomore year that I was there, because I, I know I had the option um, in, when I graduated in 2000 with my associate, So, um, but yeah, I, I went through four years and did, and did C4.
0: Yeah. And just to explain to listeners might not know, there is different colors, and like in a lot of schools, to designate the, you know, freshman, the sophomore, the seniors, and, and even the majors, right? Because the baking and pastry had green and culinary was blue. Right, right, right. So, uh, you know, so you were working your way up to the white. Right.
1: And I, I know they changed the uniforms around since, since then, but your, your freshman year was a dark blue necktie. Your sophomore year was a light blue. And then junior and senior it was it was white and um, bacon and pastry was dark green, uh, sophomore year was light green, then the same for them. So um, you know, we, we inspired and looked up to all those. So you yeah, know, that that was that was the culture there at the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's you went into the this popcorn business, which is what we talked about last time. You know, you're in that hot sugar pop and tell the listeners, again, refresh their memory how that started. And that had, you know, a little bit to do with your son. It had stuff to do with the military, which, you know, thank you for your service for that. I think you're still in the reserve, still active duty. Uh, Tell us a little bit about how that materialized because, you know, for those that are listening, they can hear that background will is actually live he's in his store right now so that's why you'll hear voices he has a lot of customers and in a little bit we're going to get a tour he's going to tour us around so if you're listening to the podcast you'll hear it verbally but i'm also recording this so we'll have the video of it so tell us about the military your son and how it materialized into a popcorn business
1: right so uh, in between my sophomore and junior year i I joined the army um and as a uh, nutrition care specialist which is basically um one of the cooks that works in the hospitals because, you know, at that time I was seriously considering current culinary uh, uh, nutrition, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, being in Florida and, you know, around the athletes and and, and that wealthy uh, population, I was thinking about becoming a personal chef. But so I joined the military and uh, right now I'm a uh, food service warrant officer and uh, just hit 21 years of service and will be retiring this year.
0: Wow, congratulations.
1: (laughs) Thank you. And um, my uh, wife was stationed at Fort Bragg. And, you know, we we were already making popcorn for our our oldest son, who um, has multiple food allergies. And, you know, he had eczema really bad. And basically, through a process of elimination, we realized popcorn was something that he could eat. So we were always making it. Uh, and then when we landed here in North Carolina for a brag, and we began to share with our friends around here, it just quickly took off around the installation and around the Fayetteville community, um, to the point where, you know, we were recruited by the local mall and they said, Hey, you know, um, why, why, why don't you come to the mall? You know, we're, we're trying to bring more local businesses into the mall. And so we opened, uh, in the cross Creek mall in 2019. Uh, and, uh, thankfully we're, uh, you know, we're still here. So,
0: yeah. Um, so I know that, you know, like everybody this last year was crazy, you know, pandemic, people losing their jobs, businesses closing. How did you fare? Did, did you have challenges? How did you overcome them? You're obviously still in business. I can, you know, see that you're in the shop right now. Tell us how that was for you and your employees and, you know, in that local community.
1: Well, we, we you know, we had a bit of luck. So the mall shut down and uh, we were the only store in the mall. That remained open because we are accessible from the outside. You you do not have to physically enter the mall to get to us. So um, we did curbside uh, orders from about noon to about three, four o'clock. But we had uh, some local celebrities get a hold of our product uh, during the pandemic. And they, you know, the power of social media. So they did posts for us. Um, it wasn't coordinated, it wasn't planned or anything, and it just shot online demand through the roof wow. uh, to the point where we had to shut down our website a few times because there were so many orders coming in that we we were having uh, trouble filling them in a timely fashion. So um, and, and and it never really slowed down after that. So thankfully, uh, we already had a strong online platform. We we didn't have to build it during the pandemic so, uh, you know, one of the things that we invested in early was our website. Um, so it was it was amazing, you know, uh, yeah. the response. And then, the, you know, just just the support that that began to pour in. So our, our retail foot traffic, you know, um, obviously did did kind of um, decreased, decreased a bit. And the mall is just now starting, you know, to pick back up. You know, people are now, you know, vaccinated and feeling more comfortable coming around. So it's, it's picking back up. Um, but, um, you know, thankfully, you know, we received, you know, all the assistance that was available for small businesses through the SBA. So that, you know, the paycheck protection and all, all those things really, really helped. Um, so our uh, banker, uh, Venus cant fought hard for us uh, to make sure we were we, were re- we received the, the assistance because, you know, not not everybody did. Um, so we were, we were fortunate um, to have her on our team. And, and right now we're still kind of navigating through uh, the pandemic because, you know, we had to make adjustments to our store because before you could walk in and we have uh, popcorn uh, dispensers. So you could kind of dispense the popcorn into your own tie-down bag or tin. We had to remove that. And, of course, restrict access so they couldn't walk around to the store and you know, touch the merchandise. So, um, so we're just now um, figuring out, okay, how do we want to, you know, Reopen, uh, as you will, to a lot of customers who um, don't know we're here. So you know the the Fayetteville area is interesting because uh, Fort Bragg is the largest military uh, by population. So it's very transient. So you know the same customers that may have been here last year, uh, they may have PCS'd by now. So there's, there's yeah, yeah. fifty thousand, over fifty thousand soldier members on in the installation. So they rotate frequently. So, so we know that there's a lot of people who don't know we're here you know don't know there's a partner company here
0: so as soon as they do know they might leave and new ones come in so you constantly have to uh, get the word out correct so um so we're in a phase right now where
1: we're kind of redecorating the store and you know we'll have some different promotions going on but it was very challenging um you know i didn't have to lay anybody off but there was just for maybe like four months it was just me and the manager here you know um and then we were, you know, once online exploded, uh, we brought people back in and volunteers came in. and I mean, you couldn't even move around the store. There was so much inventory, and boxes, but,
0: you know. Well, that's good that uh, online, you know, kind of helped support you, uh, you know, through this time where you didn't get the foot traffic. But this oh, might yeah. be a good, this might be a great time to tell them. That We didn't even introduce the name of your store and your website because we're talking about it. Maybe the listeners out there want to check it out. So what is the name? How did you come up with it? And what's your website's address?
1: The, well, the name of the company is Hot Sugar Pop. Um, I don't know how I came up with the name. It, ju- it just came to me. You know, one day, you know, my wife and I had um, quite a few names in our focus group. But it's not that it, it, it was voted as the best name, but it got the most reactions from the the people that we asked they were like well what is that so we went with that name uh and the website is just www.hotsugarpop.com and it's the same on our instagram and the same on our facebook so just this hot sugar pop
0: great now link those in the show notes just in case anyone's listening but could you? How do you explain it? How would you explain your business? A gourmet popcorn manufacturing retail online store? Yes, exactly. <laughs> right,
1: right. <laughs> you know, because because ev- everything flows out of this location. So you know, our wholesale orders come from here. You know, we have various wholesale order, uh, orders around uh, Fayetteville downtown. You know, Cameron, Southern Pines, Raleigh. You know, and then so the. Wholesale is fulfilled here, online is fulfilled here. Then we have the retail location. Um, so it's everything comes out of this store. Uh, you know, we just launched the um, the Hoppy Pop brand. Um, so,
0: oh, that's alcohol infused.
1: Correct. Yeah. So you know, I have a love of craft beer, um, and you know, when I come across one that I think will pair well with our recipes, you know, we go ahead and infuse it, and then we you know we sell those here in the, in the store as well. Um, so and then, you know, that very popular in the local tap rooms and the breweries. And you know, because of that, we have, you know, wholesale quite a wholesale accounts with different breweries. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of what we are.
0: And you make all that popcorn right there on site. You know, you flavor it. How many flavors do you have?
1: Um currently uh, maybe about fifteen or twenty. Um, and then you know, we have some that we bring in for flash deals and, and you know, and they and they rotate. Um, so I would say out of that 20, um, there's only about 15 or 12 that are permanent flavors. So, but we, you know, we follow that crazy national day calendar, you know, it like a national day for like everything. So if there's a, you know, our, our June, our June, our, our June calendar, you know, you know, quite a few flavors. We, we made a rocky road, um, at, at, the, at the beginning of the month, it was a national rocky road day. So we made a rocky road pop <laughs>
0: Are you the are you the person that comes up with the recipes? Do you have other team members? How do how do you how does that inspire? Like if it's National Taco Day and you want to make a taco popcorn, how do you test that? How do you go through that process? You know, we just we just make something in the back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll make a small batch and we'll you know you know it, it's it's that test. You know when, when you know when you make a sauce, you know, and you're, you're like you know you know if, if it makes you feel the way food makes you feel you know you should put out there so you know not not, not everything we create in the back we you know we sell um but there are quite a few things we're just like man it's good
0: it's a hit or miss yeah some of them are winners and some of them are losers and (laughs) And, there's
1: quite a few weird ones but but most of the most of the time you know like like we did a uh a carne asada uh popcorn and we did a chili lime taco popcorn at one point so we actually did those Mm-hmm. Um, and they sold um pretty well and 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 some you know some of them you know um it's like butter, you know, um you know butter but butter to me, like butter popcorn to uh-huh. me is the way you know us professionals look at like a mother sauce it's like it's a blank slate, we can build anything, I can make any derivative from butter pop, so you know we do you know we did an everything bagel butter, uh-huh. you know we did a dill pickle butter, a garlic butter you know, the carne asada butter, you know, hot butter, you know, honey butter, you know, so, you know, we'll, 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 we'll put it out there in a the warmer and then, you know, if people don't buy, it, it's okay, you know, try again. And then, but, but the ones that they do, you know, then, then we keep making it, you know, so and that's pretty much how we, you know, come up with different things and, right. you know, what, what haven't we done before, you know, so we try to keep the art in it um you know we're not using any um all of our uh, formulas or, or we develop them. so um, you're not going to taste something here and then say oh i tasted the exact same thing somewhere else so right and, and we kind of pr- pride ourselves on that and you know we have a lot of fun making crazy popcorn
0: flavors so now nice. i the last time we spoke you were in the store as well and people kept coming in and they were requesting if i remember correctly cookies and cream but you had run out is that one of your most popular ones or what's your most popular flavor so uh cookies
1: and cream is our all-time best-selling flavor so that was created by my wife and then we also had a red velvet cookies and cream oh um and that's the one that that really sold uh, that would always sell out. And we actually had a bakery. So Cookies and Crane is making Oreos, but we had a bakery that would bake bread and velvet cookies for us that we would then grind up and coat the popcorn with. So depending on how, you know, how, how fast we went through it, we may not have any until the bakery brings us another batch. Um, but yes, Cookies and Crane uh, is our all-time bestseller, followed by um, our unicorn, cotton candy, and kettle corn. Um, so, which is really popular with the kids. Um, but now our, our Como and Toffee um, are starting to really, um, Ooh, it sounds good. really, really pick up. And we infuse both of those with, you know, different extracts and, and flavorings. So we, you know, we have a lot, you know, people walk in here and they want to know, okay, what's new? Like, what crazy experiment are you guys doing in the back? Give me that.
0: So. Is there a way you can offer samples to the customers that come in there, like something you may be trying out, or you can't do that anymore with the, the
1: Well, we, we, we just started back up offering the samples. So we we just started back up actually last week okay. offering samples. So yes, you, you you can come in and get one of the little plastic uh, souffle cups
0: you know, as, as a sample for your purpose, if you like. That's a great way to get feedback right there. It's like a focus group, and they'll tell you, "Oh, this is great" or "bad," or you can make changes. Yeah, and, and we and we used to have uh, free butter Fridays, where a lot of those butter experiments people
1: make, and it was just free. And then we get the reaction. You know, we would we would build social media content that way, and that's something else that we're going to be starting to back up next week as well.
0: Yeah. I know I've ordered some, and my kids—they just love it and stuff. And we even on the show we had a co- a contest. We had a giveaway that you could uh, through King Sumo, and I think you you donated three different uh, tins. I don't know gallon three gallon tins of variety of popcorns anyone could choose. And we had three listeners, so maybe we'll do that again sometime. And sure. Uh, see sure. You we'll put a contest on so if you're listening and you, you check out the website and start thinking about some flavors and place an order but also keep your eye out uh for a future contest or if you follow our newsletter I'll put it in that and we'll announce it and you know maybe we'll do that uh you know before the end of the summer definitely now, uh, what about franchising? Has anyone approached you wanting to replicate your store? Or have you thought about multiple locations for yourself? They have. So we receive
1: inquiries quite a bit. And it's, it's, you know, for those aspiring entrepreneurs listening, um, you know, it, it's 100 miles an hour. And, uh, you know, I remember, uh, let me see, 2018, 19. You know I, I, I don't even like I didn't even really see my kids for like two years wow. you know so I mean we were always popping you know pop well and the reason why is because before we had the store I would work i had a job then and then I would pop at, at a rental kitchen at night so and then once the store opened I was here every day so um we we, we were just now we were starting to get some structure and our to maybe kind of have a template of what we could do and take somewhere else. But, you know, you know, like I said, those listening will find out that you you know, you're doing your marketing, you know, you're doing your long-term short-term strategic planning. Um, you're doing your social media, you know, you're actually, you know, washing dishes, taking off the trash, making the product yourself, depending on what it is. So we haven't really had time to really think about, okay, if we were to franchise, you know, how to look, what we want, um, we do receive quite a bit inquiries and, you know, we are considering it. Um, and we personally like to have locations and tourist areas, you know, like Orlando, um, you know, Las Vegas, you know, California, um, you know, places like that. Um, but we just have to get, you know, this this coming out of COVID, you know, kind of finding out what our new normal is going to be. Right. Uh, once we have that established, then we can say, you know, look at a location, you know, here because we do receive, you know, quite a bit. But really, my short-term goal is is to continue selling to the military. So, um, you know, when a family that you know used to uh, be stationed here, you know, they they up the product, even though yes, they can buy it online now. But we want the product in those those local exchanges on the installation, so they right, go right. right to the exchange or the commissary and buy their favorite popcorn that they used to get here at the store. That's kind of our short term goal. And you know, while we're while we're looking for a facility that that will allow us to scale, yeah. um, and then and then meet those the, the
0: demands. You could do like a temporary carts or retail kind of things with all prepackaged stuff already there that they could sell and, you know, grab and grow, grow, go. Correct.
1: Correct. That's the plan. So, um, you know, you know, my wife and I being, being, uh, service members, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's a no brainer for us to get our product on the shelf. It's just, you know, we have to be able to, to, to manufacture it. So, um, we're probably, um, around this time next year.
0: So it's just about scale, then, right? You you can't keep up with the demand right now,
1: right? Because you know, if if we had an opportunity to have you know the popcorn, you know, let's say five other installations, you know, you know, we would be popping popcorn all day just just to meet the demands of 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 AFEs, which which is the Army uh, Air Force um, Exchange Service. So, and then you know, there's also you know, Target Target is is is, you know has their campaign right now where they're looking to bring in minority. uh, own product businesses and put them on a shelf as well. So we're, we're also working that angle, but again, we just need we just need the facility to do that. And, and we know it's coming, you know, uh, and you know the right the right uh, location and uh, and building will will present itself, you know, when it's time. We we thought we were there last year, but uh, uh, it was probably a good thing that you know things things didn't quite work out with the town, but that's okay. We're we're still we're still pursuing that. Let me know what they're saying.
0: Great. So, you mentioned entrepreneurs and knowing when you're starting a business, you know, everybody goes through it. You are just wearing all those hats and you're just, you know, all going, going, going and going and trying to, you know, build it and make it into something before you can even step back and breathe. So, maybe you could... Share some advice for someone that's listening. That is a you know future entrepreneur, or maybe someone that's you know going through it now. You know some of the challenges that you've seen and overcome, or something you know now that you wish you knew when you started. That maybe could help someone that's listening. You know, kind of avoid those pitfalls. Yeah.
1: Well, um, there are a lot of services out there for free. Um, uh, they, at, at FSU here. There, uh, there's a there's an SBA branch called SBTDC Small Business Technology Development Center, and they offer um, free business uh, counseling. I mean, they review business plans, marketing plans. They'll, they'll help you do anything that you need, actually. And again, it's free. And depending on where. Uh, the particular office is located in your area if it's located only now I have two student here um, as interns um, that are getting paid by FSU um, and they're and they'll working on various parts of, of the company. so do do your research and, and find out what resources you can tap into that are that are 100% free uh, uh, to you and then really you have to just stay positive positive um, and, and realize that, you know, everything is a process and there's, there's going to be uh, some discomfort and maybe some uncertainty uh, as, you, as you move along the way. But, you know, um, if you keep believing in what you're doing and what you're offering in yourself, um, you, you'll find things will begin to gravitate uh, uh, towards you. But definitely tap into those resources, definitely understand um, uh, the tax laws in your state, depending on the type of business, you know, my accountant uh, and our attorney, my best friend. So we definitely want to have that good legal and a good financial um, advice. Um, I'm not very good with numbers. So um, I don't like looking at spreadsheets, things like that. So, um, you know, I have people on the team that help me with areas. So, you know, we decide to make, make a move or something, you know, Know, here's what we're going to make. You know, here's what this is going to cost. You know, our material costs, our profit margins, and all that. So, we didn't consider any of that when we started. You know? <laughs> all we knew was that people were asking for pop. That's all we knew. And you know, my wife was coming home with sticky notes and you know, um, text messages for a bag of this, bag of that. You know, and it wasn't <laughs> until later that we began to kind of fine tune some things. You know, so you know, take your time. You know, I mean, everybody has a different journey. You know, everybody's experience and how they got started is different depending on whether, you know, the demand is, is hitting you right away. Um, like, like myself, whether, you know, you're kind of getting yourself set, set up and you have some more time. If you have the time, take it. <laughs> um, but if it happens for you, you know, you, you just have to ride it out and just know that, you know, uh, you, you, you know you're know you not going to capsize and you're going to be all right. So, and, and, and one thing about this, what we do here is that, you know, we, we still have, we have a lot of fun, you know, it's, 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 it's fun for the staff to say, Hey, we'll have an idea. Uh, You know, can, you know, can we make this, you know, okay, let's try it. You know, you know, the the team, the team here knows that uh, if you have an idea a flavor wise, bring it up or anything that makes the process here, you can improve the process here, bring it up, you know, so that also helps you stay energized you know because you know my philosophy is you know your, your business is feeding off of the energy that you give it um and and and, 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 the, and the emotions and thoughts you have about it um just like anything so uh, they, they they you know they're 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 great and you know they believe in their product probably enjoy working here so coming here knowing that customers are happy and the team members are happy as well that's going to carry you too so You know, treat the folks that you have on your team well. You know, value them no matter what their role is. You know, in the company, and um, you know, I think if if you find that balance, that uh, everything everything will work out.
0: Okay, at this halfway point in the episode, I would like to take this time to thank you as an important part of the success of this podcast. As the host, I appreciate your listenership your comments, your engagement, and your financial support. You may not realize that it takes a lot of resources and funding to produce this show week after week and season after season, including the out-of-pocket expenses of website costs, hosting platform fees, post-production editing, equipment updates, domain names, and on and on. And there are numerous ways you can help support the show and defray some of these costs. And it doesn't have to be a lot either, because we have strength in numbers with the hundreds of you that subscribe and follow this show. Whatever you can contribute gets added in to all the other donations, and together we have enough to keep the show up and running. So, if you enjoy this podcast and want to ensure its continuation in success, please consider helping it out today. Individuals can donate in one of two ways. The first is through Patreon at www.patreon, that's P A T R E O N, patreon.com slash Dr. Professor Chef. Go to that link and you can find out all of the different ways that you can support the show. And we will be adding more tiers and more benefits over the next couple of weeks. The second way you can support the show is through the Buy Me a Cup of Coffee website at www.buymeacoffee.com slash Chef Roach. As mentioned, we truly appreciate any amount that you can afford. Even a few dollars a month helps us out with the hosting, purchasing, creation, and production of our episodes and shows that we produce and give away for free. And if you have a company or business, you can also help out by advertising or sponsoring an episode or even the full podcast. This is super cheap to do, and you'll be surprised at how economical it can be. And we would be glad to send you a rate sheet and our media kit. Just contact us at CulinarySchoolStories at gmail.com. Okay, and all of these links will be put into the show notes section of this episode. So you can go there to check them out and also include a lot of others that I hope you'll check out as well and share these with others that you know. Again, thank you for all that you do. We truly appreciate your listenership and support. Okay, now back to the show. Yeah, it's funny how life... Has the paths for you because I'm sure when you were in culinary school you never thought I'm going to open up a popcorn company, right? It was probably was father's thing. So now you're there. Do you see anything from culinary school that you know helps you? Like oh, what you're using, what you learn now in your current business?
1: Oh yeah, oh oh yeah. Um, So um, very, you know, annual about sanitation. You know, you know, you want your facility to be clean. We had many adopt a pot. Days and you know as we're getting ready to leave a particular rotation and you know I'm sort of safe qualified here. I need to get the manager sort of safe qualified, but sanitation here is a big one and uh, presentation. So that was a big focus, of course. You know, in school, you know, just of course the five factors that that go into plating don't necessarily uh, applicable here, but you know when we're packaging up something and putting it in, you know, a tin or a bag, you know, you know, I'm still looking at my color, you know, my texture, of course, not so much height or anything like that. But those things are still kind of embedded in me, you know, that, you know, you want, you know, when that plate is presented in front of the customer, when that customer opens up that tin, you kind of want them to have that same feeling towards the product. So, and even when it comes to the packaging, you know, you you know, I was just had to tell some new team members about, you know, when you get an Apple product, you know, the packaging looks state-of-the-art. You know, they're, they're known for that. You know, it's a good first impression. And so even down to the way a box is taped, you know. Yeah. Um, so there are a lot of little details that, that that were embedded in me during school that I'm carrying over here. Um, I'm not carrying over that that fire and brimstone mentality. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy crazy chef yeah, yeah, that I you know that I, that I experienced you know even though in the military it, it came out of me at times um but but not 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 so much here but yes definitely um, I mean I mean I, I have you know my manager has a chef coat you know I know we're making popcorn but she she has a chef coat yeah. I I have one as well um and she's on the floor you know she needs to you know look like she's in charge you know right. so she has a chef coat so
0: well, that's that marketing, but also you have learned customer service, right. that recipe ideation, you know how to come up with stuff, the process. So I'm sure all those things, uh, you know, come into play. Right, right. So, and you know, th- there was a couple of folks
1: here um, that wanted, hey, I'm going to own a restaurant one day, and blah 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 blah. And I just said, you know what? Um, why, why are you here? Like, you need to go work at a restaurant. <laughs> like, you know, you know, um, you know I-, I can teach you all I know, but you know. If, if that's what you want to do, you know, I would go try to find a job in a kitchen. You know, where you're gonna learn, develop your palate. And so, one guy said, "Hey, you know what? I got a job at a restaurant. So, Amen. Congratulations. You know, you know, go go cook something. And be great. You know. <laughs> yep. Life's short. Yeah. Get yeah. Involved. Yeah. So you know, I, I do try and tap into the skill sets of the, um, team members that I have. The you know, ones that do graphic design, you know, they work on different things for me. A couple of them that um, are engineers, you know, in school, you know, they work on some things, you know, but I pick their brain. You know. So I try and learn from the team members too. But.
0: Awesome. Hey, now why don't you take us on a tour? And uh, you're going to have to do a, a verbal explanation as you're doing it because this is a podcast though I am doing this as a video for the YouTube channel too but for those that are listening as we kind of go you know explain what we're seeing and what the store is like and then we'll get into the back and we see where you manufacture the popcorn and all of those things and um That'll be great. So look, you get all the, the pot the popcorn containers in the back. Now those are all empty, I'm guessing, right? And someone just picks one of those out and fills it with their own. Right, right, right. So so when a customer comes in,
1: yeah. So if a customer comes in. These are our our, our two gallon tins here, um, and yeah. here are uh, three point five gallons are right here. Wow, that's and a good then one. we have our our little um, half gallons down here. So these these were. What's the, what's the most popular size? Uh, the, the two gallon. Two, two gallons is the most popular. Okay. So these were the dispensers that we had when we first opened that uh, we, a customer could just come in and then they could put their tin right under and then just dispense the popcorn right into it. Oh, right. Um, right. So customers love that. Um, but we, we took it down. We haven't filled it up because of COVID, but we're thinking about putting different candy in it. Um and then and then maybe happen to candy candy wait. So this is our little um in store pickup area, the local pickup. So we have orders and oh. pick them pick them up
0: there. So they pre they they order those in advance and then they just show up and they give you the name and it's already all packaged for them.
1: Yeah, so you can go online and if you're local, you can just order ahead of time. And then we so we we normally have cupcakes here, but we're um, we're out right now, so we should get a, new, a delivery today. But we sell cupcakes as well. Hmm. So we have this is one of our coolers here. Where we have different parfaits and we have uh, some fudge here.
0: Wow. And you don't make that, though? It's a- oh, no.
1: We, we don't make that. So, so we have uh, drinks now. So we're getting ready to have a monitor put in, but here's, here are all our flavors are just listed. Right here.
0: Oh, yeah. Look at them all. Wow. Garlic Parmesan, regular cheddar, spicy cheddar, butter toffee, Tuesdays only. Toffee Tuesday. <laughs> ah. Now, you have two different types of popcorn there, I remember, from the last time we spoke. Maybe as we're walking, you can explain what they are again. One's the... right kernel a mushroom or something this
1: is something we did for father's day so we have the uh actually let me take you over here so we have the these are the two um hoppy pop flavors that we have right now available and so they're both from southern pines brewery and as a gift for father's day and you can still do this now for a a gift for dad at all you can have the popcorn put in on the growl Ah. so we have we have one so we have one right here
0: Oh yeah, so then after they eat the popcorn, they could go get that filled up at the brewery, or just for decoration. Correct, right? So, the, well, whatever, whatever they want to do
1: with it. Um, so then we have our one gallon tins uh, right here, okay. And these are all bags that we ha- that we have that are going to be going out in um, uh, online orders.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, that's just one I think I got. I got like five different flavors, and I got them in those bags. Now tell me again, what is the two types of popcorn? There's the mushroom, and what? So, so, so we have mushroom, and we have butterflies. So, the, so the butterfly is for
1: the uh, all the kettle corn. So we have our our backups here. Wow,
0: look at those! What is that? A ten gallon, twenty gallon? So
1: this uh, this is about ten gallons. Take
0: ten, gallon, 10 like gallons. Ten gallons of backup popcorn. Right. Wow.
1: So this is our. So the back. So the so the, the use first is all in this closet here. And then as they as they empty one, the backups are right here, right here, and then
0: right here. Hmm. And those are already flavored. They don't have to do anything to those, just package them. Right. All right, this is the manufacturing part here.
1: So we have uh, Shay and Veronica and, and Mike back here. Wow. So Shay's a new employee and she's learning a little bit about uh, popping. This is our 32 ounce kettle.
0: So as it as it pops, it just goes right under that tray. Right, so yeah,
1: we pop and then it just dumps yeah. right right down.
0: And then you can flavor it. Right so this is where we
1: make our um, uh, caramel corn and toffee. Hmm. So done a little bit of training there. So we have these three containers here that have uh, the popcorn and the sugar.
0: Oh yeah, that's the raw, the, the kernels, right? They got to pop over here. So this is our tumbler. This is where we tumble the cheddar and the
1: cookies and cream. Hmm. So in this right here is our, our our melter.
0: So it's like a big clothes dryer. You put the popcorn in there, the flavorings, and it just
1: Right. So we have our, our chocolate chips here and cookies and then this tempers the chocolate. And then we and then we once we add the popcorn into the tumbler, we then uh scoop the chocolate in and then um uh we tumble it and then that's how the cookies and cream uh uh coats so uh-huh
0: how long does it take to cool down before you can sell it cuz it's going to be sticky right uh
1: the, the 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 kettle corn doesn't doesn't take long at all um and the but the caramel probably takes about about 15 minutes oh not bad about, about 15 minutes they do make they do make tables that you can they have like a cooling air that pushes through like a air, like like an air hockey table. Okay. Um but we don't we, we don't have that. Yeah, be for mass. So yeah, mass. it it takes about takes about about 15 minutes. So then we have all of our packaging, all of our boxes that we use for shipping out the orders.
0: Now, do you ship all over the world? Is it global? So,
1: uh we ship to uh Canada. So we ship to Canada and then and throughout the US. Canada and the U.S. Now, if, if, it's, if it's an APOAE, the military the military um, addresses, then yes, we ship to those as well. So, APOAE is Canada and um, the U.S.
0: So, if someone wanted to buy some for a serviceman that, or a woman that's deployed or stationed somewhere in Germany, they could buy some and ship it Right, to Germany,
1: them. right, Kuwait, Iraq. Yeah. So, yes, if, as long as they have an APOAE, then yes, we, we, we can ship to them.
0: What is the shelf life on the popcorn? So,
1: so the, these bags, so they have a a a wax and a foil lining on the inside. Um, as a matter of fact, you can see this one when it's sealed it. So it has a wax and a foil lining on the inside, and okay. then of course the paper as well. So oh, this yeah, is yeah. kept in a uh, uh, temperature controlled area months. Okay. It'll, it'll last months, so I mean leave it in a car or something no. like that Out in the sun um, time, yeah. then yes it's right right but if you you know if you keep it in your house and and you keep the bag keep the bag sealed um it'll it'll because
0: it's full of salt and sugar it's really the oil that'll probably get right ransacked. right so the
1: sugar's especially the caramel it's it's going to preserve it so so you can see the, the inside here so it also has this zipper uh-huh. so so here's our sealer so so once we seal it we just basically you know once we fill it we just kind of feed it through just like that
0: Uh, ah that's like a heat seal so right now it's
1: pretty it's pretty labor uh intensive Uh, again which is you know which is why with with the facility uh we're looking to um we're looking to automate right so yeah we have equipment picked out that'll that'll bag and seal Uh, um, automatically so it'll it'll cut that labor down for because that's the most labor intensive part is just bagging and then sealing
0: so if anybody is in Fayetteville, North Carolina area or passing through they should stop right and see you at the where are you the the mall there Cross Creek Mall Uh, correct Cross Creek Mall Cross Creek Mall and they can stop by and get a sample and and, and check out the facility and say hi to say hi to you yeah yeah we, we, we love to have them come in awesome so What's what's next for you? I mean, I can see that you're going to try to expand here. You're going to try to get into these military installations, maybe some other uh, you know wholesale accounts. You're going to try to open up a larger manufacturing company, and maybe do some candies as well. Uh, is that the long term goal? What what else you have on your plate? Right. So we're 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 focusing on um,
1: getting the store ready. Um, you know, we've not ready, but just fine tuning a few things. I have a meeting here right after this with a guy that's going to help give me a quote on putting some graphics, but like the space you can see behind me above the tip of the shelf and the, and the ceiling. I would like to put some graphics that just show, you know, customers eating popcorn and things like that. Oh um, you know, I mentioned the gelato machine. You know, we like we like to sell, um, basically bring in more wholesale products like um, pretzels, Uh, We have the fudge in a container that I would like to have the fudge um, and the slabs that we can then cut, you know, things like that. So um, and then just maybe maybe sell some bulk candy that we make and then bring some in. Um, So that's kind of plans for the for the shop, Um, you know, personally. I'm thinking about going back to Justin Wells uh, for my for my doctorate in business. So I still have some some funding left on my on my post 911 GI bill from my last mobilization. So, um, my wife has been you know encouraging me to use it. So I'm considering going back and possibly getting my getting my doctorate, and then, then doing maybe some speaking, uh, or maybe even teach uh, an entrepreneurship class
0: at, at FSU. Great. Awesome. That's, that's, that's an honorable thing. Keep lifelong learning. Right. Right. And is your wife still, um, in the military as well?
1: She is. She is. She's in for a long haul, uh, which is fine. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, she, she's still serving. So, you know, she is uh, a career manager right now for all the, all the nurses uh, in the army loves what she does. So, you know, the goal is to retire her early <laughs> if I can uh but if not then you know she'll go ahead and continue uh serving so you know proud of her try to support her doing what she's doing so mm-hmm. you know but me I'm done so,
0: <laughs> 20 years that's a long time you know I
1: had a lot of fun I learned a lot being being a food service warrant officer is you know um huge huge responsibility it's a huge uh commodity to manage uh, but uh, I've, I've I've had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, but you know, I want to focus right now 100 on hot sugar pot.
0: Right now, what about your children? You have three, I believe. Are they, they what do they think of the store? Are they excited? Do they come in? Do they you know? Do they want to take over? Do they want to get into business? Well, well my, my my son uh, is an artist. Um, he's in the early college program
1: right now here. And, uh, you know, he wants to go and go into school for business and open up uh, some type of graphic design uh, agency. And then, you know, he'll be a sophomore this year. And then my daughter, she's 10. Um, she actually has a YouTube channel. You know, she wants to be a YouTuber. Wow. So she started her YouTube channel maybe about two months ago. Um, she has more. She has more views than I do on my, on my company YouTube. <laughs> and I, I actually had a lot of a lot of fun. Uh, helping her build her content. So if you go to Hasher Pops YouTube channel, a lot all that content that you see on there is content that I did with my gimbal. So in my phone. Um, but yeah, she um, she's also you know plays the guitar. So love the guitar. Then my youngest, my six year old, you know, he's he's just kind of doing whatever my daughter does. He is the the the. the, the uh, the front man of their band. <laughs> so, but they all work in the store. Um, you know, Ty is uh, right now just kind of having, you know, I, I, I didn't want to bring him in right away because, you know, he was, he took on a lot of responsibility um, since the kids were virtual. You know, while I was here, at the store, he was working, cooking. You know, Ty loves to cook now as well. So I'm kind of giving him some breathing room now, Zori was here with me Monday through Wednesday, uh, working here in the store. Um, so she actually created a flavor that we released today. She was excited about that.
0: What was the flavor?
1: So her nickname is mami um, and, and her flavor is called Mount Mamio. Um, she wanted it to look like a volcano, lava. So it is uh, orange cream sickle and cherry kettle corn. And it has like a light dusting of uh, Oreo crumbs on it.
0: Wow, the
1: creamsicle really comes through, and um, the uh, crumbs is not enough to give you to kind of coat your tongue as far as your chocolate, but it's just enough to kind of add like a little bit more of a chocolate profile to the to the product. So, so we just published a YouTube video for that uh, this morning and added it to and added it to the website. So she was excited about that. So and she deserved it because she actually like works when she's here. She's popping popcorn. She, you know, filling orders. So, you know, she's just 10. So, you know, she wants to share everything. So, um, right. Uh, and then my son, he, he's also a popper, So he doesn't like, he doesn't like to register. He likes to make the popcorn. So, and they you know, and he does quality control on everything.
0: You know,
1: <laughs> you know he, he'll stand there and look at, look at a team member. Like that's not how that's supposed
0: to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, we'll have to, I'll have to go check out her YouTube channel today, and maybe some of the other listeners can. and We can all give her a thumbs up, so then she'll get a lot of likes on it. It's
1: zigzagging, it's zigzagging with Zuri,
0: zigzagging with Zuri. Well, that's great. Will, we wish you the best of the luck. You know, the rest of this year with your business and the growth, and hopefully, we'll have you on the show again. Um, you know, giving us updates, and and I'm going to put all of your links in the show notes, so the people that are listening, you know, please go out and and check out. his company there and you know the website and you know buy some of that popcorn and we'll get a contest going soon so every the listeners there i'll send that information out and you can possibly even win some of that yourself right well will it was great catching up again i want to thank you for coming on the show and and you know giving us an update and sharing more information about your story and giving some advice to the listeners on entrepreneurship i really appreciate it and i'm sure the listeners do as well
1: yeah, you know, I always look forward to an opportunity to, 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 to give some feedback and share my experiences and help the next one coming up. So, Well,
0: it was great talking. I enjoyed our chat. Now you take care. Bye bye. All right, chef. And a big thanks and appreciation also goes out to all of you, the listeners. We hope you enjoy the show and this episode. You all are a big part of this show. So please let us know what you think. Your comments are always welcome, and they help us in making the best show possible. You can email them to culinaryschoolstories at gmail.com. That's culinaryschoolstories at gmail.com. Or even leave us a voicemail at area code 207-835-1275. That's area code 207-835-1275. And if you like the show, we have a big ask of all of you, and that is to share the podcast with everyone you know, and to give us a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Okay, until our next Culinary School Story, take care and be well. Bye-bye. Culinary School Stories is a proud member of the Food Media Network.